Welcome to Shedding Light Hunting Stories Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the average Joe and their proficient hunting stories. I'm your host, Travis Williams. You're listening to episode 114. Hey guys, welcome to the show. If you uh, listened last week, you know that I'm trying to uh, extend my vocabulary, getting out of thesaurus, and not just saying this show is dedicated to the average Joe and their great hunting stories. I want to I want to find some other words for great. So this week is proficient. You know that's that's a good. If somebody's proficient, it means they're very good at something. Uh, they're excellent. You know, I remember taking the proficiency test whenever I was a kid. They don't have that anymore, I don't think. But I was kind of proficient. (laughs) But anyway, guys, that's all I have for you today. I don't have a long introduction. I have a very proficient guest, though. Uh, This guy, I've came across him a few times on YouTube and on Facebook. His name is Matt Dale. You might know him from the Dale Outdoors. And Matt is a fantastic uh, teacher of turkey hunting. Uh, If you get onto his channel, Eyes of the Hunter, um, or get on YouTube and look up Dale Outdoors, you're going to find some really just great videos of, of Matt teaching you how um, to call turkeys, how to change up what you're doing. Uh, I just watched a video there yesterday, um, which prompted me trying to get him on the show. I watched a video of him showing how to change up your yelps. He talks about how you kind of have that same yelp sequence and how to throw in, and he talks about three different types of yelps, and I'd never considered that before, and I can just tell you what he's taught me already is stuff that I think is going to help me this year in the turkey woods. And uh, So I thought I'd come have him come on, and instead of going too deep into tactics, which we do get into some, I think you can learn something from this, this episode, we talk more just about his favorite stories. And we only hear a couple stories, but he is a masterful storyteller. Also found out that he's a lot like me. He's a preacher, um, and he learned how to video edit by just doing stuff for the church first, and then that kind of translated over to uh, what he's doing now in the turkey woods. And and I tell you, that's kind of the same as me. I started doing editing uh, for the church, doing little church videos and things like that. And then we decided to start filming our hunts, and that's where all this kind of came from. So anyway, uh, today I'm very excited to have on Matt Dale. Matt uh, is in Alabama in a hotel. He's already started his turkey uh, tour, and he's gracious enough to give me about an hour of his time to tell some amazing stories. So I think that you guys are going to really enjoy this. Learn a lot as you go. Be sure to go over to the Dale Outdoors, hit subscribe, and make sure you're following along for some of these amazing turkey tips that he's giving. So that said, we're going to jump in. Here is Matt Dale. Well, joining me from a hotel down in Alabama, but originally a Virginia native, is Matt Dale. Matt, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Travis. How are you? Oh, doing wonderful tonight. I'm, I'm sitting here dreaming about turkey season, but it sounds like, I just watched you on a Facebook Live, sounds like you might already be into it a little bit. Yeah, I was uh, uh, come down here to Alabama. I usually come down south to start the season because our season don't start in Missouri which is where I'm living currently. It don't start till middle part of April and I am not waiting that long. <laughs> so usually, so I usually, you know, try to come down South and start in March and, and, you know, usually try to hunt six, seven States a year. So this year it's uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, and then go home to Virginia or, you know, where I'm from and hunt there for a little bit and then West Virginia and then come up to your neck of the woods in Ohio and then maybe Wisconsin and who knows from there. So. You know, my goodness, that's a lot yeah, of turkey hunting, man. A lot of turkey hunting, but it, you, it comes once a year. You got to, you got to get it done. 
<laughs> well, that's great. Well, Matt, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Kind of give us your background. And uh, for guys that haven't followed you, you know, you have a YouTube channel, Dale Outdoors. And I've learned a lot from that channel already and really enjoy the content you put out. We'll talk a little bit about that as we go along. But just kind of give us a little bit of your background, who you are and where you're from and all that good stuff. Well, I was born in the uh, southwestern part of Virginia down in the mountains and uh, down the Appalachia uh, region and you know was born and raised there uh was raised you know uh I, my dad was uh, uh he is he's 80 uh he's 81 now uh mm. but he uh he he was a, a, a preacher you know a, a pastor so i was a pastor's kid and then um i uh, was raised in church all my life you know in one of revivals and and uh Started playing the piano when I was nine years old. I've been singing since I've been about three. Mm. And, uh, of course, I sing, play the piano. And then when uh, I got about 18, I gave my life to the Lord, you know, personal relationship with Jesus. And even though I've been raised a pastor's son, you know, it, it really takes that person to have that experience for themselves. You're not born, right. a Christian. you know, you're not born a Christian. You got to, you know, and whenever that that experience comes that for yourself, and for me, it was when I was 18. And then uh, a few months later, the Lord called me to preach. And uh, I've been preaching for uh, about 27. I think this is my 27th year. We're going into my 27th year of ministry. Wow. Uh, yeah. And so I'm uh, I'm just uh, love the Lord, love to preach the gospel. But my side hobby is deer hunting, turkey hunting, fishing. You know, I was raised in the woods and raised you know, my dad, uh, you know, that's always, that's really all I've ever known because we didn't play sports or ball or anything. It was just, you know, our, our year was pretty much turkey hunting, fishing in the summer, deer hunting in the fall, ice fishing mm. in the winter. <laughs> it was something, <laughs> you know, I was always squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, doing something. So, you know, I raised just, outdoors, just, just, yep, just raised hunting and fishing and, and in church. You know, that's all I've ever known. Mm. That's good. It sounds like we had kind of similar upbringing there. So tell us a little bit about, uh, I, I want to get to this, you know, we'll talk a little bit about it, but the YouTube channel and kind of how all that started, um, you know, as far as you, I want to go way back and kind of hear how you got started into hunting to begin with, but just tell us a little bit about the YouTube channel, when all that started and, and kind of that background. Well, I started in YouTube, the YouTube thing. I really didn't, uh, it was really a fluke how it started to, to be honest. And uh, it still amazes me how, it's kind of took off to be honest, but, uh, when I was, uh, I was probably in my early twenties uh, and I was preaching revivals and traveling, you know, across the country, preaching revivals and, and about probably I was about 24, 25. Uh, I uh, was approached to, uh, you know, get a, 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 television program for the ministry. And, uh, so I started preaching on television and, uh, then when I started pastoring a few years later, uh, we, you know, we had to telecast. And so we got on this station that required a lot more, uh, you know, sophisticated editing and sophisticated uh, camera work and, you know, the digital stuff. So we were, our television ministry was growing out of a church. And so I really didn't know nothing about editing. And this is kind of how it started, to be honest. I know nothing about editing or, or shooting videos or anything. Cause you know, somebody was always running the camera for me. So when I, uh, started the the, the the Dell Outdoors. It wasn't called Dell Outdoors. I had just had, I had the ministry channel that I was trying to do a little bit on, you know, sharing, preaching and singing and stuff from the church. And then 
And then I had, it was called MD Dell 31. It was just my personal YouTube uh, uh, profile that I had to watch stuff, you know, uh, and subscribe to people. So one day, I think it was back probably 2008, somewhere around that time, I just basically was trying to learn how to edit and I didn't want to mess up, you know, my, all the church stuff. I didn't want to mess up church stuff. So I just pretty much, it was, I think it was deer season. If I can remember, it was like low season. And I just went out and throw the camera up and just start talking about hunting, just start talking about deer hunting. I I can't remember what the first video was. And uh, then I take that clip home and I would just practice editing, you know, practice editing uh, and learning how to edit stuff. And so it kind of just took off from there. And I was editing, I mean, I was, post, so I posted it to YouTube, just, I wasn't even trying to do anything. I was just posting it just to kind of learn uh, social media and stuff. Cause it was still kind of new, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. And or for me, it was. And so make a long story short, uh, that Turkey season, uh, I think it was the next year that Turkey, cause that's kind of what my passion really is. I mean, I love the deer hunt and I mean, I'm in a stand, you know, I'm in the stand pretty much the whole month of November during the rut stuff, but, and I love the deer hunt and shoot big bucks and I enjoy it, but turkey hunting is my passion and I just love it. So when turkey season come along, I just pretty much throw the camera up and just start talking about turkey hunting, just start talking about <laughs> how to kill turkeys. And yeah. I wasn't even talking, I wasn't even trying to film hunts. I was just trying to teach people how to kill turkeys. Yeah. And so I've, I've done like, I think that first year, I think I just did. And I, and again, I'm just learning how to edit and I'm just, I'm not even doing it to gain any attraction. And I thought maybe they might get 15, 20 views <laughs> at, the, yeah. at the most. So I, I just started editing and posting stuff. And I think I posted like four or five Turkey videos that year, you know, talking about strut zones and calling and beginning calling mouth calling and just talking about stuff. And, uh, and then like 2010, 11, 12, right, right along, just, I was posting like three or four videos a year. So I wasn't even trying and I was, it was terrible audio, terrible video. It was just awful, but I was just, I was just doing it for fun. And right. so, and so I think like, I still blame my brother-in-law for this. I, this all goes to him, you know, credit goes to him, but I still blame him for this. So I wasn't even paying attention to it to, uh, I wasn't paying attention to subscribers or views and I didn't really care. And uh, so one day I kind of quit, you know, I just kept quit video and I just kind of got out of it and I was busy with life. So one day he said, are you still doing the hunt video things? And I said, nah, kind of just quit, you know, <laughs> and he said, man, you know, and he, he got on there and he said, you know, you've got like 150,000 views on some of these. Things. <laughs> and I said, oh, wow. what? And he said, man, he said, you've got like 150,000 views on these things. And he starts like showing me all the views and stuff, the comments. He said, you know, he told me about monetizing, how I could get paid for some of it and, and how I could, you know, and he said, you really need to turn this into, you know, a professional business. He said, you're really talented at this and, you know, you really need to, to do this and you've got a lot of knowledge and stuff. So the one thing I, I think for the big part, as far as Dell Outdoors, uh, Travis, is that I looked around and I, I got so tired of seeing what turkey hunting had become on you know television shows and i don't even watch hunting shows anymore it's uh, they, yeah. got so, they got so stupid that i can't even watch them anymore but i just i got tired of seeing like all this behind the scenes stuff that just that wasn't real but reality it was recreated and people just wasn't telling people how to really kill turkeys and so i just thought you know I'm going to try it to see how it goes. And so basically I just wanted to be an educator and, you know, I got a background 
with preaching and so I, you know, and, and preaching the gospel. So I, I have more of a, uh, you know, like an exhorter type, uh, not, you know, page to work. I just pretty much throw a camera up and I'm just teaching how to turkey hunt. I'm teaching all mm-hmm. the secret, the advanced secrets, things that I've learned over 30 years of turkey hunting and kill, you know, killing turkeys. And I've shot, you know, probably over 150 long beards in my life, if probably not more, uh, you know, over 30 years. And so I'm not a novice at it, but I can tell you that uh, the things that you see on television, I'd say 80% of it is not real. And so I was just teaching people how to really turkey hunt and call and not just call them, but, you know, strategies and advanced strategies and and it just took off. And so I just thought, you know, I'm going to try to make a business out of it. Try to make a sign. I mean, they'll never take the place of the ministry, of course. But I thought if I can make a little bit of money on the side uh, and and help people at the same time. And so in 2017, we established Dell Outdoors as a, as a, you know, as a, as a thing. And, you know, I think, I think we had like maybe almost a little under 3000 subscribers and that was over you know what 10 years almost to post them two or three videos a year so that's not much at all and i think from 2017 till now uh four years um we went from about 20 some hundred to over twenty thousand. Wow. so it must Good be for catching you. on that's awesome. <laughs> it must be yeah. catching on. well and i think dale or matt matt dale <laughs> i can't help call you dale uh, matt, i think what what gets me as watching those videos, my buddy sent me some of them. Is that like you said, you're just trying to be helpful. You don't come across right. as a TV celebrity that's just out there trying to get endorsements and all this kind of stuff. You're trying to help guys learn sure. stuff that takes years, years sure. to learn. So it, right. it lessens that curve a little bit. So right. I, I wanna I wanna go back with you and I wanna talk about how you learned what you learned. So how did you do you remember your I mean you've killed 150 turkeys? Do you remember your first turkey and how that wow. worked out for you? Oh man, I remember it like it was yesterday. Actually, actually, I killed my first turkey. It was a fall turkey. My dad called in for me because dad, you know, dad, he's uh, like I said, he's eighty-one now, but he actually was turkey hunting when turkey hunting wasn't cool. He was one of the turkey hunters <laughs> that was turkey hunting in Appalachia when it was in the sixties and the you know seventies when people didn't even know much about turkeys. You know, so he, yeah. you know, he's killed many, many more gobblers than I have. And, you know, but he was turkey hunting when they didn't have camouflage and choke tubes and, <laughs> and they had paper shells and all that stuff. So he was out killing turkeys and calling them. So, you know, I, I learned so much from him. And so when I was about 12 years old, he came and got me. Uh, I'll never forget it. He, he came and got me from school one evening and it was fall turkey season. And he came and got me a little bit early. I think it was like two thirty. So you know, as a kid, if you got up five minutes earlier, you thought you'd hit the jackpot. So I remember he came and got me like two or two thirty, whatever it was. And he said, "We're gonna go hunt this this evening. Call you in the turkey." And because he he'd already hunted that morning, saw a big flock of them. He kind of knew where they was at. And he was trying to get me a turkey. And I was about twelve. And I know I was twelve. And uh, I was just a little kid. Tag him along behind him. We went up and got up in this holler. He started, you know, mouth calling, key, you know, key keying and doing all the stuff. And turkeys answered back. And I don't know, we, we wasn't there probably an hour. We walked in the woods probably about, you know, three o'clock, maybe a little bit before. And by four o'clock, we had, we had about 20 turkeys in front of us. You know, he was, he, he called a whole big flock in. He just, and he was telling me he was trying to help me. And I had his big 30 inch barrel. 870 wingmaster and i was a little 12 year old kid <laughs> had this big long shotgun 
and uh you know front bead and he, he just said put it on at first you know put it on at first and a big old hen come, or no it's a jake i'm sorry it's a it's a little jake male turkey and uh, it's about 13 pound guy or little jake and uh, it stuck its head up and I shot and it went flopping down the hill and man, we was just so excited. And you thought I, <laughs> you thought I'd kill a 25 pound long beard, you know? So, so that was special. And then he called me a couple of other little turkeys in, you know, I think, and I killed one that spring, that following spring, little Jake. So I was a Jake killer machine over about a year or two. And, uh, but I kind of got out of it actually. I just, it just didn't appeal to me at that point. Cause I got it. I fell in love with bass fishing and actually, my dream was to become a professional bass fisherman, fish the tournament trails, and that was my dream. I wanted to be a, you know, I wanted to be a bass fisherman celebrity. So while he was turkey hunting in the spring, when I was like 14, 15, 16 years old, I was out bass fishing, you know, <laughs> and I was out <laughs> learning the trades of that. So, uh, and then when I got about 17, I got away from turkey hunting for about three or four years, but I was always around it because he was calling, he was killing turkeys, and I loved to deer hunt though, man. I I loved to deer hunt. Killed my first deer deer when I was uh, uh, you know ten year or eleven years old. Yeah, missed mm-hmm. one when I was ten. Killed the first one when I was eleven, and I've um, been deer hunting ever since. Never missed that. Um, and so that's pretty much how it started. You know, and I think that's the story of a lot of people. Just my dad, and and he was such a good woodsman and a good turkey hunter. You know, he just knew how to read birds. And so a lot of the knowledge that you hear on Dell Outdoors as far as knowing birds, because I've been told, and I'm not bragging, but you know, I mean, you've watched, I know turkey behavior. I know how to read turkeys. I know, I just know how to read gobblers. And I learned, you know, I'm not going to say everything from dad, because I think I kind of got a little bit more advanced than he did in turkey hunting. You know, and he, I think he'd even admit that. Uh, And I think he's learned things from me that I picked up over the years, but uh, you know, it, it, the foundation came from him. He just, he just knew how to kill turkeys and, and he, he taught me a lot about, you know, strut zones, killing turkeys. And then, and then, you know, as I got older and killed my first long beer, I was 17 and killed my first long beer and I got hooked for life. And I said, what have I been missing? And I went from there <laughs> and uh, just fell in love with it. And I wanted to learn everything I could about turkeys. And like I said, you know, dad, he, he knowed a lot, but I just wanted to learn more than he did. And, <laughs> and I think I did. I just, and I just, I just started sucking every information I could and, and I started listening to real hens and I started just, just started trying to learn everything that I could about turkey hunting. And so after, you know, after 30 years of it, you kind of, you kind of know a thing or two, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, I think that people want to learn online and online is a great form. You know, you kind of cut your, your learning time down. You maybe learn some things, you know, hopefully from watching your videos and other videos, you kind of, but there's nothing like that experience, you know, 30 years in the woods, you know, this, I'm going into my seventh year and there have been moments where I feel like, man, I know exactly what I'm doing. And then last year (laughs) hits a year where I'm like, they just humble you that you're like, man, I don't know if I know anything about turkey hunting, you know? So it's, it's, it's learning those principles as you go. And and that's awesome that you pass that on. That's, that's a great thing. So with 150 some turkeys, it's probably, there are there some turkey stories that right you know with i'd love to get into the tactics but i you have a, a whole channel dedicated to that so yeah. i want to hear matt what are some of your stand out turkey stories if anything comes to the top of your mind what would those stories be well probably my first turkey like i said when i was 12 you know that even though it was a jake that was just a memory of me and dad sitting there under a tree uh that was Absolutely. probably you know of course but 
probably as far as when I got into hunting for myself and I started going by myself and learning how to turkey hunt and, and, and calling myself and, you know, getting, getting away from dad, just learning on my own. Uh, you know, God, man, there's a lot of them. I mean, you know, I just, I, I can't even say it take hours to sit here and tell you stories, but probably the one that sticks out the most and, and really it's kind of how my uh, signature series calls got their name from spring fever custom calls. Uh, when they approached me about, you know, working for them as far as sponsors and, and uh, sponsor, you know, sponsor me and, you know, uh, working with them. Uh, we come out with a signature series and asked me what I wanted to name it. And I, there was a turkey that uh, probably I'm known for because this turkey probably put me on the map as far as, uh, as far as like people recognizing me as a, you know, as a, as a pretty good turkey hunter and right. uh, i don't name turkeys or deer like these tv guys do that drives me crazy you know i just don't like it but every once in a while you'll have a special turkey that or a deer that that comes and you'll you'll give him a nickname you know but i think it's got oh you know what i'm saying i think it's went overboard to where we've almost yeah. human, we, we've got we almost humanized these things you know but uh old sly i named him old sly he was a turkey in virginia, in virginia there <laughs> And I called this turkey in in the uh, our seasons uh, last uh, six weeks in Virginia. It opens like second week of April and uh, goes to like you know the second week of May. So it's about a month, about a month season. And uh, man, this turkey was old. He was smart. I didn't know at first how old he was because I, I didn't have him in my hands, <laughs> but. I just knew this turkey was something special because I called this turkey in the same turkey and people say, well, how do you know it's the same turkey? Cause they all look alike, ain't like a deer where they got, you know, unique antlers or nothing. I knew him by his gobble because he had a unique gobble. He, you know, other turkeys on the farm where I was hunting that particular farm, they were gobble, but you know, they were like maybe younger, you know, gobblers, two-year-old gobblers, three, and they just didn't have the voice that this turkey had. And this turkey didn't gobble a lot. But he stayed on, he stayed on one side of the farm just about, and all the other turkeys would just be all, you know, you'd hear four or five turkeys on the farm in the mornings on roost. But this one turkey, he wouldn't gobble a lot, but buddy, when he did, you just knew it. Cause he would just, it was like thunder, man. It was just, you know, raw, 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 raw. <laughs> and uh, so I just, I, he got, man, he got under my skin. Cause I, I called him in, I think twice in the first week of season and he got by me both times but and i caught him in the 30 yards and he got by me both times without getting shot which don't usually happen but he just he'd always do something that would save him and uh i couldn't move or he'd come the wrong side strong side or he'd see something he'd hang up but between between something it's just something got by where i couldn't get to start to kill so uh, after about the third try <laughs> After about the third time of this happening in like a two-week season, because I called him in one other time, and he was over to my far left, and I couldn't move. I said, you know, this thing is sly, buddy. I, it, it's almost like he knows, and it's like he knows I'm sitting there. And it's like, and so I thought, and, and I just said it to a buddy one day. I said, this thing's an old sly is what he is. And he's like, old sly. So he started saying, hey, kill old sly yet, you know. <laughs> and so that's kind of how he got his nickname. And I said, man, that turkey's just driving me crazy. I called this turkey in, it's the truth, six times, six times I called him in, three more times uh, after that, and he got by me every time within 40 yards about getting shot. Wow. 
And that was aggravating me to death. It, he just had me frazzled. And I got to the point where I, and I'd already killed, you, you're allowed three in Virginia, the limit's three. And so, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd actually already kill two turkeys, other turkeys from other places, because I'd, I'd leave him alone. I'd go somewhere else and hunt. I killed one, then I went back somewhere else, killed another one. Then I went to hunt a couple more states, you know, I hunted Missouri. And even though I'm living there now, I used to go out there and hunt, you know, when I didn't live there. And I'd hunt, uh, you know, North Carolina and hunt, you know, uh, Ohio and other places. And I came back and it was toward the last week and I already killed like five turkeys or six turkeys that year or whatever it was. So I was kind of wore out, you know, I'd been hunting and I was just tired. You know how it is when you get toward the end of the season, you're like, you don't want it to be over, but man, you're tired. You're, mm-hmm. You know, you're just wore out. And you're oh, mentally, because yeah. turkey hunting and deer hunting both, especially turkey, it's a mental thing. It ain't a physical thing so much. It's a mental thing. And they can mentally just beat you to death. That to is true. You, you're just wore out mentally. So make a long story short, because uh, I could go on and on about this turkey. And so the last the last week of season, it was like May the you know 14th, 15th, 16th, you know, right around that time. I I was just wore out, man. And I'd went, cut hero turkeys gobbling, everything had just about shut down. I had one tag left. And I hadn't heard old slide for probably two weeks because but I was hunting other places too, but I hadn't heard him for like two weeks and he just pretty much just went quiet. And uh, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but you asked for a story. This is exactly how it happened. I'm telling you the truth. This is exactly how this happened. I know, I'm not going to say the Lord told me. I'm not going to say something from heaven told me. But it was the last day of season, May the 17th, the last day of Virginia season. One more day. And I was so tired, Travis. I was just, my eyes were heavy. I hadn't slept none. I was just wore out. And it takes a lot to keep me out of turkey hunting woods. But that last morning, the alarm went off, and I actually give up. Mentally, I give up. And I said, you know what? I'm, I've killed five, six, whatever it was, five or six turkeys. I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm tired. I'm, not, I'm just going to hang it up. <laughs> so, so I just kind of just lay in there in bed, and I turned the alarm off, and I said, I ain't going. I'm just, I'm done. And, uh, I tried to go back to sleep and something told me, it was almost like, you know, something just told me, get up and go. You better get up and go. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go. I just, I'm, and I'm sitting there arguing with myself or whatever it was. And I'm like, I, I, just, I ain't going full with it. Well, I couldn't go back to sleep. You know how, when you lay in bed and you just get wide eyed <laughs> and you can't sleep. So oh I'm man. I, I, I've done that so many times. Oh yeah. You know, I'm just, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm getting aggravated because I can't go back to sleep. So I, I, and I actually was arguing with myself and I said, fine, I'm going to go and stay a couple hours. And if I don't hear nothing, I'm coming back. I got up, got dressed, made that, you know, 15 minute haul up to the, to the farm where old Sly was. Didn't have nothing roasted. Hadn't seen nothing. Hadn't been in there in, you know, a few days and hadn't heard nothing. Hadn't heard old Sly in days. I hadn't even heard other turkeys over there in days and uh, got in there in the dark, went up to where I thought, you know, the last where I kind of thought his place was because I wanted that turkey. I didn't care about these other turkeys. I didn't want no other. Turkey. I wanted that turkey that I wanted him and him alone. That was it. You know, And uh, so I went in there to, you know, where I hunted a lot, you know, after him sat under a tree blind as you know going in our blind didn't know nothing 
sit there and th- got daylight, 17th of May, last day of season, went in there, got daylight, nothing. I, 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 I out-hooted, nothing. I, you know, just, you know, birds started singing, nothing. Crows started hollering, nothing. And right up the holler, about three, 400 yards, there was a house because there was a road up there and there was a house. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody, there was a garage up there, but that's what it kind of sounded like. But it sounded like somebody hit a garage door, a tin garage door with a hammer. It was, it was like bang, bang, bang. And he, this, this thing hit like three or four times against a piece of tin, like, like a, a door. And that caused him to gobble. And he was right almost above me. And I, he gobbled so close, it, I actually jumped. <laughs> and that, that hammering up there caused it. I'm sitting there out hooting all this, and he gobbles at that hammer just thing. I, man, I, I mean, I jumped, and I throwed that gun up, and it was still kind of dark, and he started gobbling. And that just kind of turned him loose. And I know it was him because it was just a huge, just blah, 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 blah. And he aimed at 60 yards from me in the tree. And I'm looking for him up in a tree, but, you know, it's a late season. Foliage is on. You can't see. All the trees are out. And I just keep looking, and I ain't saying nothing. He just keeps gobbling. And he starts gobbling his head off. And I look up, and I see the limbs shake way out there. And every time he gobbled, the limb would shake. And I go, oh, okay, there he is. And so I slip a mouth call in. And yeah, I, I really don't want to say nothing to him because I'm about afraid to because this turkey's so weird. And finally, I thought, well, he needs to know I'm here. So I start tree calling to him, you know, that really soft under your breath tree calling. And he gobbles. And I know right then when he gobbled at me, all right, we may be in the ball game here after six weeks of torture. <laughs> so he gets he gets kind of a little bit moving on the limb a little bit. And, and I hear him and he starts and he starts, you know, and, and I know he was getting ready to fly down. I couldn't see him physically, but I could hear him up there. And all of a sudden, it wasn't just a few seconds later, I heard, and he flew down, and he landed right under the hill, and I heard him hit the ground. He's so close, but he, he, I couldn't see him. He landed on the ground. Well, when he hit the ground, I thought, I better be the, because I didn't know if there was any hens around or not. I wanted to be the first hen on the ground, so I did a flat-down cackle. I went, pop, 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 pop. and when I did that flat-down cackle, he gobbled. I mean, he went at me. Man, I'm telling you, I, got, I felt good then. And it and I stepped there and started working that turkey and he kept gobbling on the ground at me and it wasn't probably twenty minutes sitting there and I seen this big huge huge big old fan coming up through the hardwoods and he come up and I thought if this turkey gets up here forty yards or uh, if he gets out there at forty five I'm letting I am not playing with this turkey no more I'm done if he gets up here where I can see a part of his head I'm shooting <laughs> so. And uh, he come right up about 30 yards. And buddy, when wow. he stuck that when he stuck that neck up and got out of strut and I putted and he hit and he throwed that head up. Travis, that was the best sound I ever heard when I tur- when I shot and that turkey's a flopping. Oh man. And I, That's I ran awesome. up I ran up there and now this is southwest Virginia. This ain't Iowa, this ain't Missouri, this ain't Illinois, this ain't Indiana, you know, uh, where they get twenty four 25 26 pounds 27 pounds you know, like they do out in midwest this is in the deep mountains of southwest virginia where an average turkey is 20 21 pounds we were, uh he had a he had a he had a huge 11 half inch beard thick as a rope and he had over an inch and a half spur not an inch and a half they were over an inch and a half spur sharp oh. needle like spurs about a five six year old turkey and he weighed 
24 pounds. Whoa, that's a big one. He was a whopper. Uh, he was, yeah. and that turkey right there wore me the last day of season. But you, you, and sometimes you have, man, I've done that so many times. You, you better listen to that voice, whatever that, whatever you think that mm-hmm. voice is. You know, I've, I kind of believe the Lord just nudged me that morning. I really believe it was kind of like the Lord said, hey, you need to go. You need to go. get out of here. This is going to give uh, you a story to tell. <laughs> yeah. And so and, and, you know, because of that turkey, you know, later on, I, you know, I'd make, you know, I'd, I'd get a sponsorship, have a calls named after that. turkey. So when you buy one of my calls and see old slide, that's the story of old slide. He meant so mm. much to me. And the only regret I have is not having him mounted. You know, I got him caped out on my wall, but I don't, I wish that I had him mounted because that turkey was, was it's still probably my favorite turkey I've ever killed because just of the experience and all the times of calling him in him getting by me. And then that morning of killing him, uh, I honestly, to be honest, I almost felt bad shooting him. Mm. If that makes sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Closing a chapter and that kind of thing. I mean, but that, that is an incredible story, Matt. That's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I know that you got a lot of stories, but I think kind of transition a little bit, whenever you're taking guys out now, you do a lot of YouTube to kind of instruct. Now do you, I assume you take some new guys out from time to time, or are you typically hunt with guys that have been, been there and know what's going on? Well, you know, you only got so many days in the season. So uh, when when I get invited to go somewhere, you know, sometimes I go. Sometimes, you know, I take people on there. But when I get an invite from somebody to – I can't hunt with everybody, of course. And, yeah. But, you know, I go through a lot of invitations. And uh, I try to pick out maybe if I want to go somewhere and somebody says, hey, I'm going to this state or this state. Yeah, you know, I live here. And, you know, if you ever want to come. You know, sometimes I, I think about it and – and you know you got to think you got to spend money on out-of-state tags mm-hmm. uh you gotta you got gas down there you sometimes you got to get a motel to, to to get what you need done like tonight you know you got expenses and when you're not a rich man you're just you know trying to you're trying to pull you're trying to pull rabbits out of the hat just to go turkey hunt um yeah you, you don't you don't want to waste a lot of time so I do hunt with mostly with guys that's established turkey hunters that that know how to kill birds. And 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 I don't mean this in a bad way, but if I'm going to go spend money and time, I'm not going to I don't want to I don't want to have to like play babysitter and and try to find turkeys and try to do this. And, that. you know, I don't want all this pressure on me. So, yeah, but when I'm say say when I'm around home, like in Virginia, when I because I hunt Virginia every year, I go back home. Oh, when I'm in Missouri, you know, a lot of times I will take a, a, a newbie turkey hunter that maybe wants to go and experience it because I'm less pressured. You know, yeah. I, I just, I'm less pressured. But when I'm going on a trip, I usually hunt with, uh, you know, guys that's got, uh, that, that's turkey killers that kind of know, they kind of know what they're doing. Cause you know, like I said, I, Hey, I'm, I'm there to kill a turkey. Yeah. The reason, the reason I asked that question is I find myself in that same situation. Um, you know, I love taking new guys out, but I'm, I'm rather green myself. You know, going into my seventh year, I'm still learning a lot of stuff as I go. But I love I love taking new guys whenever I get the sure. chance. But there's always that battle of uh, that could cost me my oh, opportunity yeah. and that kind <laughs> oh, of thing. Yes. So what, what, advice, what advice would you give to a new hunter or to a guy that is occasionally take, 
taking a new guy out? Like, how's the best way do you think to try and give somebody some success? We'll get into a little bit of the tactics side here. Um, you know, any thoughts well, come to mind on that? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I can say this when I take a guy, one, one of the reasons I don't like taking a lot of people is because they will not listen to me. They get out there and they, they want to tell me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's almost <laughs> like, like I, I can tell you this one, one, uh, for instance, and I won't say who he was because you never know who's listening, but I hunted with this guy. This had been years ago. I hunted with this guy. And, I, and, and I'm a pretty established guy. I mean, I wasn't doing the YouTube thing or I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing, you know, the video or nothing, but I was just, you know, I it, locally, you know, in our little town and, and in our little area, I got, I got to be known as somebody that, hey, you know, if you want to learn turkey hunting, go to, you know, go to Matt Dale, you know. And um, so I took this guy out. And he was one of these, you know, he's one of these guys that he, he just, he, he believes whatever anybody tells him, like, you know, oh, you know, these old time turkey hunters, a lot of them just had a lot of old ways and myths that just wasn't real. And they, they believed in a lot of things that just wasn't real. And one of them was, uh, uh, call shy turkeys, you know, oh, they're call shy. You know, you don't want to call that turkey, they're call shy. And I don't believe in call shot. You know, I've, I've, I've preached against that for a long time in turkey hunting world. And a lot of guys will still tell me, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Turkeys get call shot. And pretty much what call shot is, it's a myth. And what they're saying is turkeys know when it's not a turkey, when it's not a real turkey. Like they know it's a turkey call. Like they hear, they hear something that they don't like and they just shut up and they won't say nothing else the rest of the season. So they get shy of turkey sounds. Well, that just don't make sense because turkeys hear turkeys every day, right? Mm -hmm. And so every single day of a turkey's life, uh, not just in spring, but, you know, spring, summer, winter, fall, they're hearing other turkey sounds. So how many, how many different hens do you think a gobbler hears in his lifespan? Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. Uh, you know, he don't get call shy. He gets human shy or he gets predator shy when he sees movement and sees somebody walking, sees cars and four wheelers going across open fields and people hollering, people talking, you know, that's what they get shy of. That's why they shut up. Well, anyway, he, he, he was a big believer in this call shy stuff. And he was a big believer in some of this stuff. And he, now this guy hadn't killed maybe him. He, and I'm not knocking him, but he was, he maybe killed six, seven turkeys in his life, you know, here I and at that time I'd probably kill close to a hundred at this time. Yeah, this was years ago, and I'd probably killed, you know, <laughs> I was killing them every year for years. And he was telling and <clears throat> he just said I called too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. He said I called too much. And I said, you know, and, and he's out there and I'm out there hunting with him and I'm trying to get this turkey. We're working this turkey, and I'm just shaking trees trying to get him to, you know, because I got him caught, I got him call him across this holler because on one side we're on the other one, we can't get to it and i'm trying to get it fired up and excited and, and the way the gobbler was gobbling i just felt like he was he was he was one of the turkeys that would have come wherever you know <laughs> but yeah we didn't kill him that morning you know it's it just we didn't get him but he, he was gobbling his head off of me and i just kept calling and he reaches up and he because he sat kind of beside me he reaches up and pulls me he's like you don't need to do that you're calling too much <laughs> <clears throat> And, you know, I'm just like, what? And he's like, you're calling too much. He said, that turkey's going to get call shot and shut up. And, and I didn't pay no attention because I'm the one working the turkey. And he's sitting over, and every time I'm calling, he's saying, I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna to mess this up. You're going to screw this up. And I finally just got to where I wanted to slap him, to be honest with you. I'm like, <laughs> listen, stop it. I'm, let me do what, I, I know what I'm doing. Well, no, you, you, you know, you're going to screw this up. So, you know, it's it goes back to, 
you have to teach these people and you and you're sitting here trying to give him a pep talk in a seminar and he's only killed six seven turkeys alive but here i've killed close to a hundred at that time and he's trying to tell me how to do it you know what i'm saying so yeah it's got to be teachable yeah, it can. Yeah, he wasn't teachable, and and it, it can get aggravating at times because you you feel like that you, you know, and if a, and another thing, if a guy can't sit still, you know, you take a now if it's a kid or something, you kind of understand it. When he's a forty year old guy, thirty year old guy, you know, and he's deer hunting most of his life, or he's he knows a little bit, you know, and he can't sit still, and you're sitting there telling him to sit still, it, it kind of gets aggravating. So I would just suggest when somebody takes a new hunter, or when uh, maybe somebody's going with someone who's more wise and more spirits don't try to tell them how to do it just just mm-hmm. sit back watch and listen and learn yeah. you know and that's and, yeah. and you know talking about dad earlier when i first started turkey hunting really got into it big time that's what i did i didn't go tell mm-hmm. dad how to do it because i'd watch some tv you know know it all he knowed how to kill turkeys right so i just i just sat yeah. back and watched Second year I started turkey hunting, uh, my dad had a buddy that was really good turkey caller. I think he had done the grand slam and all of that. So he, he got me hooked up to come back and, and hunt with this guy. And uh, I remember that morning just kind of sitting there and just watching him. He made, he made noises where I thought I actually had a hen behind me. I mean, I didn't know that you could make these noises. And I couldn't tell if he was doing it on the mouth call or pot call. And we had some birds fired up, but they didn't come in. But I just remember you know, he kind of took me aside after the hunt and he showed me some of those things on a pot call that I, I mean, I, you just, I never seen anybody do it on YouTube. Some of the ways that he was able to make that thing pop and make some realistic noises. Oh, yeah. And I just remember sitting there and uh, the funniest part about that is we had came back about mid morning. We uh, kind of came back to the house and he, I was showing him all the stuff I had in my vest. I had all this stuff in my vest and I pulled out a gobble tube and uh he's like oh you got one of those things they work i was like i haven't got a gobble out of this thing yet he's like well shake it i shook it and a gobbler went off over over where we originally were at (laughs) so we went to try and get him but wasn't able to get him but what i appreciated about that guy in that one hunt you know because i was willing to just sit there for a second just try and learn i mean i knew how to call a little bit but i just i was like i know this i'm not gonna try and call in front of this guy he knows what he's doing I learned so much in that hunt, you know, and I still, some of those tactics from that first hunt, you know, I still practice those and I've had oh, some yeah. success with those. You, know? you can learn a lot just by, just by watching. I've took guys before and, you know, I don't think I'm a great, you know, like super duper turkey hunter. You know, I mean, I've just been doing it a long time and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like anybody thinking that they're God's gift to turkey hunting because listen, you're a human. I make mistakes you know, I don't kill turkeys every day. I don't kill tur. I don't. I don't limit out every year. I hunt a lot of states, and I, I got skunked in Alabama last year. That's why I'm back this year because I don't like getting skunked, and I come back to get revenge. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, but I usually do. You know, fill my tags when I go somewhere. But there's sometimes they make me like you said last year. Last year, I, I'm honest. Last year with. Uh, I, was, I was beginning to wonder if the turkeys were social distancing because, man, I mean, it was like everywhere <laughs> I went, even in Virginia, you know, usually in Virginia, when I go home, I'm limited out in two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, at least a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm done, you know, or at least uh, because I, I just know I know where to go. I know where the turkeys I've hunted there for years. And last year, man, it, it took me 11 days to kill the first one in Virginia. And yeah. it was just like what is wrong you know and then and i struggled i struggled everywhere i struggled everywhere i went it was it was just a struggle when i when i go to ohio i'm usually done in two days two or three days because i got mm-hmm. you know a couple good places to hunt i'm usually done in two or three days i'm going somewhere else 
Last year, it took me the whole week, the last week mm -hmm. of Ohio, because Ohio shut down on non-residents because of the, the stuff going on. They opened yeah. it up the last week. So I, I took off to Ohio the last week of turkey season. And it took me a week to kill two turkeys. And the last mm -hmm. time I stopped yep. on, didn't even call to. So it was just like, man, what is going on? I, they, I, it was like they were just treating me like I'm stupid, you know. Mm -hmm. So nobody, nobody. And I don't ever want, and I don't think I'll come across that way uh, on my channel because, uh, I mean, uh, if I ever come across like, oh, he thinks he knows everything. Now, I don't, I, I smack myself because nobody knows everything. You're still learning. Yeah. Turkeys are going to teach you, right? But I don't like this. Uh, and, and I'm sure you've seen this in, in a lot of places. You know, you, you meet these deer hunters or turkey hunters, especially in turkey and deer. You know, they just act like they're God's gift turkey hunt or they're God's gift to deer hunt. And and nobody can do it but them better. And, you know, that just ruins their attitude. Yeah. And, and it turns me off, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's the thing. It's keeping that in perspective that, I mean, like you said, it, it's – there's one thing about being confident and passing on what you know to other people. Sure. I think that's sure. uh, that's kind of goes into the turkey world, deer world. And then also, I mean, you being a preacher, you know, um, you pass on what you've learned. Nobody claims, I don't think, I don't claim to be a perfect Christian or a no. perfect preacher or anything like that. I'm, I'm far, very far from that. But I think, so the temptation there is, well, I don't, you know, I know a little bit, but I don't know as much as what I should. So I should just keep my mouth shut. No, I think, I think what we're supposed to do, regardless of where you're at on your level is pass it on. I've only been turkey hunting for, or like I said, going into seven years, but I've learned a couple things. I've learned a couple things not to do. So I try and just those small handful of things that I know. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago where it's just me and I just said everything I know about turkey hunting. And I could get that done in about 45 minutes, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I think, I think in life, sometimes it's important not to get cocky, but also not to sell yourself short and just be yeah. able to, you're able to help people. And I think that's something that you do a yeah. good job with. Man. And I, th I think, and, and you know, the latter part, I think I have trouble with, and, and I'm not trying to be, you know, pretend to be humble or nothing. It's not that, but I've actually, I had a guy uh, not too long ago. He was, uh, and he's done this professionally. Like, you know, he's hunted on the outdoor channel. He's hunted on, the, I mean, he's, he's in the business. He's been in the business for years. Uh, you know, he's done videos and, you know, he had a show on the outdoor, he had a show on the sportsman channel and pursuit channel, the outdoor channel. Like, you know, this, this guy has done this for a living and made a business yeah. and made a lot of money. And here I am just a little old YouTuber from, you know, Honeaker, Virginia. And he told me, uh, we've got to be really, really good, close friends. And he's helped me a lot in the video production and learning things, you know, but he told me, he said, I'm not saying this to blow smoke up, but he said, you're one of the best I've ever, and he said, I'm serious. He said, you are, you sell yourself way too short. Cause he said, mm -hmm. you're one of the best at teaching turkey hunting I've ever heard. And he said, and I've been around this for 30 years. And I'm like, oh my Lord, man, I started blushing. I said, he's like, no, he's like, you have a gift. And he said, you need to be more confident because you, he said, you're, you're way too, uh, you're way too inferior about yourself. And I probably am to a point, you know, yeah. uh, but I, I, I do try to uh, not come off as, oh, he's some big know-it-all. But at the same time, like you said, 
I don't like somebody telling me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I got one more story, I'll tell you, this is a good yeah, story. Go that, uh, yeah, this is a story that a, a lot of people ask me to tell in seminars and stuff uh, that's heard it because it's a true story. And it shows you about, you know, people believing in things. It's just not real. But they've been taught. Well, that's in life, you know, whether it's church or turkey hunt, you know, it's, it's in life. We, we hold on to traditions that sometimes, you know, mess us up, right? Because yeah. You know, like Jesus told the Pharisees when he said, you make the word of God of none effect because you hold to the traditions of men. And these men were know-it-all in the law and, and you know, the Mosaic law and everything. And they were the religious scholars of the day and said, we know God. And Jesus said, you don't know nothing. You're a bunch of hypocrites and vipers. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like uh, um, that in some ways, that's the way it is. Turkey. Well, I went to this place and this is the, this is one of my stories that people love me to tell. And I get a big laugh out of it. I went to this guy. I went up to, uh, it was up in, uh, old, it was probably North Central Virginia, turkey hunt one year. And this was way before the YouTube thing took off and all this. This was probably, oh, this was probably, you know, 2005-ish, probably right around 2005. So I, would, I didn't even know what YouTube was. And I was just me turkey hunting, just, just me turkey hunting. And I, I had a revival up in the central part of Virginia. And I went up there and preached uh a few months prior and uh you know got to meet some of the people and you know this guy man we got to be good friends he had a big farm and you know he had a big farm on the side of a mountain he said oh yeah come up he said we got deer and turkey everywhere you know he said oh man we got turkey walking in the yard big old gobblers i video just walking in the front yard (laughs) so (laughs) i said oh my lord really and he said yeah man he said we got bucks and deer and turkeys i said you let anybody hunt he said i said my he said my brother hunts and he said, but, uh, you know, a couple of others, deer husbands, really nobody turkey hunts but my brother. And so, I, so that, sp- uh, that coming spring, well, you know, I'm sitting there thinking the three hour drive up there. Well, I just thought, Hey, I'm going to call that pastor and ask if I can come up on a Sunday, you know, maybe Sunday morning, Sunday night and preach and go turkey up there. So, uh, I called my pastor friend. He said, yeah, come on up, you know, and, you know, preach for us. I said, all right, I'll be up there. So I called I called the guy and I said, hey, can I come turkey hunting? Oh, yeah, you sure, brother. You come up, stay with us. So I stayed right with the people there. So, you know, I'd already killed, you know, or no, I hadn't killed a turkey yet in Virginia. It was like the, it was like the first, I think it was the second week of Virginia season. And uh, I went up to this place just, and this goes, this fits in uh, out, uh, to what we were talking about, about learning. Well, I went up to this place. Um, turkey hunt and uh got up there to the house and it was way up in the mountain the guy comes and he says uh, <laughs> yeah he said you know my brother you know and his brother was old he was the older brother and he was like up in his 70s at the time i guess late 60s 70s early 70s at the time and he's just one of these old timers you know this knew everything and you know it was his way or no way and you know you know the kind <laughs> so so you know this guy been turkey hunting for years and you know i don't know how many he'd ever killed but he had a little old shooting house. He had a little blind, like a shooting house down there below the house in the field. And that's where he went and set. He went and set the blind, and, and that's that's where he turkey hunted. So the guy comes up that evening, and his brother comes up, and he comes up and visits, and, you know, and I'm there. And he said, oh, yeah, you're the preacher that's coming up to turkey hunt. And I said, yeah, you know. So I met him and shook his hand. And he said, now, now, you know, I'm in my mid-20s, you know, at the time. So I'm just a young guy. And, but, you know, I got to be a pretty good caller. Not, you know, like I said, I got to be a pretty good turkey hunter. I killed, you know, I killed a few turkeys. And he, he told me, he said, now listen, 
And I'll never forget this. He said, now listen, you ain't one of these people go yakking through the woods on turkey call, are you? And, I'm, and I, I kind of didn't know what to think. I said, well, whoa. I mean, I call. He's like, now, don't be going through here on this property and yakking and, and, and yelping and carrying on with the one. He said, like, he said, all these guys want to yelp and holler and cackle. and <laughs> He said, these turkeys up here don't like that. <laughs> they, now, get this. He said, these turkeys up here don't like that. <laughs> you know, like they're a different breed of turkeys on their property. <laughs> and he said, he said, these turkeys are call shot. And I knew right then, I was like, oh, Lord, we got a call shot. You know, we got, we got a call shot here. And he said, oh, these turkeys get call shot. He said, they don't like, they don't like a lot of call. He said, you go down there, you sit down. He said, find you a good spot, sit down, cluck a few times, yelp a few times, shut up and watch. <coughs> Excuse me. And I said, well, I didn't know kind of what to say because, you know, it's the brother of the guy that I'm hunting with, you know, that, that I'm hunting on. So I don't want to make anybody mad and get kicked off of there. So I just kind of shook my head and I don't think I said much of anything. And so I thought, well, he ain't hunting with me, so he ain't going to know what I do. It's 350 acres in here. He's down here below the house. I'm going behind that. I'm going to go and I'll do what I want to. So, so, but he had in his head that these turkeys are call shy because he wasn't hearing none goblin. He wasn't seeing none. He wasn't killing none. So I'm, the, you know, I go here, I go behind the house, walk up on the ridge of daylight. You'll get up on one of the ridges of daylight. I go way back and, uh, I just out who sat there and listened. Turkey start gobbling. I had one gobbling, but and did get one early. But about eight o'clock, I got one fired up. I started cutting on the mouth, calling you. He just comes back gobbling, man. I'm, and I start working this turkey, and I mean, I'm calling and I'm doing everything he told me not to do. I'm doing. And uh, so this turkey comes in. I call him in to you know work him a while, and he comes in about twenty yards, and I blow his head off. So. <laughs> So it's my first day there. So I got like a 22 pound gobbler, at, you know, beautiful gobbler, first gobbler of the year for me. And I pack it down, throw it on the back. And, he, and so his brother's back at the house by now, and both of them sitting on the back porch, and I'm packing his gobbler out. I throw it on the porch, and they're like, oh man, you got one. Oh man, you know, oh, oh. And they're looking at it. Oh yeah, you know, and I never said nothing. They're looking at it, and, you know, look. And uh, so uh, the next day, I go back, and uh, the second morning, I go back and I don't think I got one at next morning. Maybe I did. I don't know if it's next morning, next morning. I can't remember, but I think it was either the next morning or the day after I go back, get another one going. Now I'm just going through there. Happened to you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. And this one gets going, boy, he gets a goblin. He's double gobbling at me. And I mean, I'm shaking the trees because this, this turkey wanted a lot of calling. So man, I just called this turkey in about 15 or about at 15 to 18 yards, kill him. And so I go back down there with this second turkey and I throw it on the back. <laughs> I throw it on the back boards. I've, I've killed two, you know, in like two or three days here. And uh, of these call shy turkeys, remember? And um, so I thought, oh man, they're back there. And, you know, and this old guy, he's like, man, that's a beautiful turkey. That's bigger than the last one. Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, I wasn't going to tag, tag out and I went a couple other places. Huh? But, but anyways, I was getting ready to leave and go back home. And I said, and we got talking and I said, you know, and I just had to say it. And I was probably was a little, you know, a little brat probably back then in some ways. And I just had to say it. And I said, you know, funny thing about these turkeys. And we're just all sitting around looking at the turkey. And uh, this old guy told me not to call. He says, oh, you can't call these turkeys. You don't like it. And I said, you know, the funniest thing about these turkeys. <laughs> he said, what's that? And I said, these turkeys up here. 
I said, these turkeys up here, man. I said, I'll tell you what, they're something. He said, oh, yeah, they're smart, smart turkeys. I said, but you know the funniest thing? I said, you told me these turkeys were call shot. He said, oh, yeah, they're call shot. They don't like call. Now, he, st he still got that in his head, you know, 67-year-old guys. Oh, yeah, they're call shot. I thought he killed two, but he don't know how to kill them. So I said, uh, you know how I killed these turkeys? Both of them. <laughs> he said, oh, you know. I said, no, you know how I killed them? I said, I went up there. And I got a mouth call out and I said, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and I'm just doing all this. And I said, that's how I killed him. And he's like, oh no, that don't work. Now I've already killed two. And he sat there looking at him and he said, no, that don't work up here. And I said, and I called his name. I said, I've killed two. I said, <laughs> and so I had to, I had to be kind of a smart aleck looking back on that. I was a little bit sarcastic. And I said, you know what? I said, somebody forgot to tell, I said, somebody forgot to tell these turkeys they were call shot. <laughs> and i remember his face just getting really red and it was just yeah. like he didn't say nothing but that story right there proves see what yeah. he was doing he was going down on his old blind setting his little decoy out and he was box calling or whatever and he was yelping two or three times and setting and nothing was happening so after a few days of that guess what you're going to use excuse well they're call shot but yeah. see if you just learn <laughs> and learn turkey behavior and get back there and get them fired up as sometimes and sometimes it don't work but if you just do it it goes against everything so that story right there a lot of people like that story because it proves yeah, good. it proves it's a myth it's not real and yeah. uh and it turkeys hear turkeys every day now if you get out there and you you don't sound real you know and when i say real i've always said you only have to sound 50 percent real to kill a turkey uh, but it's turkeys can't rationalize. They don't set up on a hillside and go, Hey, Hey, Harry, don't gobble. That's a, that's a box call. You know, right. or they don't sit there and go, Hey, that's not real. That's weird. Now, if you go out there and squawk around and you ain't sounding nothing like a, a, a real hen, uh, not even close, then yeah, you know, they're probably ain't going to gobble because it's not call shy. It's just, they know that that's not a hen, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, it, you just got to get that out of your head. So, yeah. Just remember that when you're when you're with somebody that's had a lot of success and you're and you're not having the success they're having, I think it's probably time for you to shut up and just listen, like you said. So. <laughs> a little bit of learning to be done. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Well, I've I've learned a lot tonight, and I learn a lot from your channel, and I want to point guys to that, Matt, uh, here in closing. So, can you tell tell guys where they can find your YouTube channel and uh, page? I think you mentioned it before, but go ahead and uh, kind of tell us a little bit where we can find the information. All right. Well, uh, my Facebook is Eyes of the Hunter. Eyes of the Hunter. E Y E S of the hunter inc inc uh you can find me there on facebook like and follow my page on youtube it's dale outdoors d-a-l d-a-l-e outdoors and you can subscribe there uh you can go to my website dellaoutdoors.com and read about me and see a lot a lot of the things that you know you see a lot um and um Let's see, Instagram, I'm Dale underscore outdoors. Uh, you can follow me there. Uh, and so that's just about it. You can check out yeah. my, check out yeah, my old Sly. Yeah, check out my old Sly, as we talked about old Sly. Check, check them uh, calls out. I got a signature series box call and some mouth calls over on springfevercustomcalls.com. You can check out them. And, uh, you know, the box calls have really a, been a great seller 
you know, so many people's bought that box call and said it's probably the best box call they've ever, uh, you know, had. And, 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 you know, very easy to work, very good built, custom built. And my mouth calls, old slide 2.5 mouth calls. Um, and we'll be coming out with a couple of more calls probably later on in the year to be added to the old slide series and all the other great calls there. And uh, you just check me out there. But yeah. uh, that's where they can find me. And, you know, I'm, I'm around usually turkey season. I'm posting one video or two. In fact, I'm working on one after I get off the phone here with you. I've got to work on the Mars and get it uploaded uh, before I head down to South Alabama to start chasing them again. Oh, well, I wish you good luck. And I really appreciate your time tonight, Matt. Uh, thank you for the stories. Thank you for the tips. And I uh, hope that you have a fun turkey season, brother. Man, I appreciate it. I really do. And I and uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. Really enjoyed Mac coming on, sharing those stories. And just had a quick verse that kind of popped in my head while we were talking about some of that. Uh, Proverbs twelve fifteen says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So if you want to be a fool, think that you're right in your own eyes. <laughs> if you want to be a wise man, you listen to words of advice. Um, you know, I, I love to find things out by myself, and I love getting out there just relating to hunting. I just like getting into the woods and learning it. But I tell you, I make so many mistakes, and sometimes if I just get on YouTube and I find a guy like Matt who's been at it for a long time, obviously he's had success. He knows uh, what he's doing. He's, he understands turkey behavior like he says. I can learn from a person like that. And I might be skeptical sometimes of people like that. Um, you know, I, I am. I, I think Facebook has made everybody a skeptic because you just don't know what to believe anymore. You don't know what the truth is. So we're all uh, turned into a bunch of, you know, crazy conspiracy theorists. And so it makes it so that maybe you don't like to take advice because you just don't know if it's true. But whenever you look at a person's track record and you see what kind of, you know, good they've produced in their life, the things that they've done beyond turkey hunting, it makes you think, you know what, there's a person that I, I could probably learn a few things from. Maybe they don't have it all figured out. They're not a perfect person. There's no such thing outside of Jesus. But that's a person that I could learn a couple things from. And so that requires a little bit of humility. And so that's something I'd encourage you to think about. Maybe there's somebody that you can learn something from uh, beyond hunting, you know, just some things in their life that you could, you know, who are you following? Who are some people that could guide you in the right direction? Some things for you to think about. Uh, guys, I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, hopefully you learn some things. Hopefully you smile and laugh and learn, uh, hear some amazing stories that bring some joy to your life. And, and I hope that it's something maybe if you'd want to come on one day, I'd love to hear your stories as well. We can all learn from each other. Sheddinglightod at gmail.com is my email address. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Guys, I really hope that you have a fantastic week, um, a proficient week, an awesome week, whatever the word is. I hope that that's the week that you have. And thank you for listening. Remember to come back next week for another episode, and until then, remember to shed the light.